Hey, it's Chris, the supply chain doctor and host of Supply Chain is Boring, bringing insight into the history of supply chain management and exposing you to some of the industry's thought leaders and driving forces. In this episode, we sat down with recent graduate and brand new supply chain analyst, Lori Malonja-Seal, to better understand her journey and pick up tips on how to successfully break into a supply chain career. It all sounds pretty boring, so let's see if Lori can prove me wrong. Lori, thanks again for speaking with me about your recent success in landing a supply chain job, which is which kind of a challenge given the current situation. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share my story. Lori, we've we met when you helped start the APIC student chapter at Georgia Gwinnett College. Today, I want to briefly better understand your background and more importantly, learn how you were able to find a supply chain job in this kind of difficult situation. But let's start with your work experience and career background. I was driving a school bus whenever I took my high school senior to Georgia Gwinnett College for the preview day tour for him to attend the following year, potentially. And part of that was listening to the different business concentrations that they offered at the school. And they were starting a brand new concentration of supply chain management. And whenever the professor described everything that that involved, it really just lit a light bulb over my head like a cartoon. Because supply chain, as you know, involves a lot of soft skills. The organization, the planning, the partnership, the collaboration, all those things I love. And I do that anyway. So I decided to go back to school and get my degree with that concentration. And so I started that January right away. Lori, you knew what supply chain was? Not before that, I didn't. Really? And even going into it, I really had a foggy idea. It wasn't until, like you said, we started the Apex Club on campus, and we started partnering with local professionals to come in and tell us about a day in their life at work, that I personally got a really clear idea on what it could involve. You mentioned you decided to go back to school. Did you, is this your second go? Was it your second go around this time or did you go to college earlier? Yes, I already have a degree in information science, a bachelor's degree. So this is my second bachelor's degree. And supply chain management was the, was the place for you. So I mentioned you, you along with a couple other peers, started the, the, the chapter at Georgia Gwinnett College, correct? Yes, sir. Who else was involved? Anybody you want to recognize or... Was it all you? Guillermo, no. <laughs> Guillermo <laughs> Toledo was the spearhead on getting that done, and Juan Pablo and I assisted him on that. I had highlighted earlier, that's where you and I met. You were very, Guillermo was very active, getting, kind of spearheading it, getting things established, the charter, the structure, making the connections, and then you kind of came on and, and took over operations, not took it over, but did more internal operations things and helped me better understand how we could work cl- more closely with GGC. You were pretty involved all the, all along, correct? Correct, yes. Guillermo graduated that very first semester that we got the club started. That was his last semester. And so I took over as president and, you know, grew it a little bit more. And uh, so I graduated this semester and passed the torch along. And I've seen you at other events, you know, around your, your local college, community events, things like that, where you'll basically take you have an Apex Atlanta student chapter booth, and you'll kind of go in and support the local community with, with Apex chapter. That's neat. Can you tell me more about the classes and the programs that you took and maybe what was interesting to you? The classes that I took at GGC 
were very small class sizes. But whether you're a freshman or a senior, your class sizes are about 28 students to one professor. So that small class size, and I mentioned this specifically because if you put your best foot forward, then you get to know the professor, the professor gets to know you, but they get to know your work ethic and they get to know who you are and what you're about. And this is very important because I put my best foot forward and the professors knew me and they knew my work ethic and my my quality that I put forth. And so they contact me and especially this last semester, they would contact me. I know somebody, there's a job opening. Are you interested? I can put your name in. So that's the reason why I really mentioned the small class sizes at GGC. The professors I started out with, there was three professors. And like I said earlier, I already have a degree, but it's been years. It's been years um, since I've been in school. I wasn't planning on going back to school. I was done. And so um, I had concerns and questions. I had worries going back to school. Was I smart enough to go back to school? Was I, you know, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to fit in? I am a non-traditional student. And so I had a lot of worries about that. I'm also a natural introvert. So speaking in front of people, going places to a club meeting or something, that was not, oh my goodness, that was terrible for me. So I say these first three classes I took, those professors really encouraged me. They supported me. I did a three minute, a simple three minute little speech in front of one of my classes. And like I said, it was like 27 other people there. And I talked so fast. I could have been another chipmunk with Alvin and the chipmunks. I don't even think I took one breath in those three minutes. I was so nervous, but that professor was so kind about it, you know, and supportive about it. So he helped me recognize, you know what, that's a weakness you you need to work on. From there, you know, I, I did different actions to work on that. And like you said earlier, we started the GGC Apex Club, which was an easy thing to do at GGC. You can start your own club. It doesn't have to be, you know, professionally related. It can be knitting or something. So we started our GGC Apex Club. The school was very supportive of that. Our first semester as a club, we were given $1,500 to spend on swag and to spend on catering for our different events to have professionals come in and speak with us. So it was a great experience that I had there. It's good to have money and funding and the support of your university. Any specific professors you want to give a shout out to? Yeah, my first three professors, Sanjaya Mayaduni, he taught principles of supply chain management. Howard Griffin, he taught international business. And that's the one I spoke so fast for my my speech. And my last professor was Mary uh, Saunders, and she taught principles of management. All three of them, I'm telling you, all three of them were so supportive and confident in my abilities. And so that grew my confidence in my own abilities as well. The, the reason for this interview, you, you recently landed a new opportunity, which sounds interesting. Tell us a bit more about what the opportunity is going to be or what you know about it so far. I got a job with Niagara Bottling, which is in Southern California, and they bottle water and some teas, their own teas and things like that. But they also have contracts with Walmart, Target, Costco, Kirkland's. And so, as you know, Walmart is, um, their brand is great value. So they will make, produce the great value water bottles for Walmart, for example. But they also recently got a contract with Coca-Cola to make the Dasani water. So they're very growing, they're fast growing company. In the last few years, they have built their own manufacturing centers here in the U.S., two to three a year. Um, They have one in 
in Canada and two in Mexico, and then they purchased a business, a water business in Australia. What I will be doing there is a supply chain production planning analyst. So I'm very, very excited with that because it fits everything I want to do with the collaboration, with the partnerships, with that data analytics and, and that minutia and making sure that you are producing enough water to meet your needs for that day and stuff. Well, I know you and I chatted just through our relationship with Apex as, as co-managers, if you will. I talked to you a couple of times about the supply chain analyst. You said, what, what type of role should I look at? And I said, you know, a supply chain analyst is kind of like the shortstop of a supply chain. You can go in and see, you can do any different things. You can see different parts of the supply chain. Is that, is that correct in terms of supply chain analyst? You know, like I said, from the little bit I experience I have is mostly through the professionals that we have partnered yeah. with at the school. But yeah, from the job description, I'm getting to touch everything. You know what I mean? And that's what I really wanted to do coming out of college, because you can say on paper, oh, yeah, that looks good. But whenever you actually do it, as you know, maybe it's not for you. So yes, I definitely want to touch all of um, what we've learned in supply chain at college, which, you know, is from forecasting to um, doing the materials resource planning. It's everything. So I'm very excited. And then maybe from there I can focus, you know, because I plan on getting my APEC certification, my certification in maybe six months from now, you know, let me get a taste of it and see where I'm going with it. And then, yeah, I definitely want to get my certification. Well, good. We'll keep, keep APEX Atlanta in mind for that, Lori. Thank you. You're an outgoing person. You said you were shy, but I don't hear it. How did you get this? How did you get the job? I mean, how did you get the lead? Where did it come from? Did you go on? Was it in the newspaper, online? How did it happen? LinkedIn. <laughs> I have put in a lot of hours on finding a job. Let me tell you, it, is, it just didn't fall in my lap. So LinkedIn, I've applied to hundreds of jobs. And from those hundreds of jobs, you know, I would get some nibbles on some interviews. And from there, maybe a nibble to go on in the interview process. But yeah, LinkedIn is where I found out about Niagara Bottling and... I have worked my network as well. Gary Smith is one of my mentors, and he is part of the Apex um, program. And so he actually knew somebody who worked there. And I told him, you know, I'm flying here. I see you know somebody there. Were you, are you comfortable enough to get my resume in front of somebody? You know, that's all I need. Just get my resume in front of somebody. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So uh, I, I've been lately, that's a, one of the lessons I've learned is work that network get that network and work that network if i'm not mistaken that you can have informal networking or informal mentorships but was yours with gary was it a bit more structured yes um it was a structured mentorship with him but as i've learned i call it my stable <laughs> my stable of mentors so professionals i've met professionals i have speak at the college for us they're part of my mentoring networks. You have a certain question, you know kind of who to go to for that. So I don't bombard just one person with everything, but I am able to ask these people questions for guidance and leadership. But also I see, oh, you know somebody here and somebody else knows somebody different at another company I've been applying to. So I'm not taking advantage. I feel like I'm not taking advantage of just one person and bombarding their time. So GGC, you had mentioned they, they have meetings and they invite local professionals in. I, I observed those meetings and invitations when we were having meetings. And you guys bring in some pretty 
impressive people. I'm going to say that. Anyone listening, I would say, you know, keep keep checking. I assume they're going to continue the the organization of the club. Yes, I hope so. Um, obviously, I'm not involved with that. But let me tell you, this last this last year, this last semester, obviously, we've been virtual because of the pandemic. But that got me thinking globally now, right? Before, we would just have locals come in, local professionals come in and speak with us. Now, um, this past semester, we had a supply chain entrepreneur who's German. He lives in Germany. And he spoke to us. So we were able to take advantage of that. We had a fellow in India, supply chain fellow in India. He spoke to us, you know. So getting those different perspectives, experiencing those different cultures that you learn about in school and, and, you know, how they interact and how formally you need to be. So it was really interesting and exciting. I've met a couple of those professors that you mentioned. Very impressed what they're doing, not only their work history, but what how compassion they have and how they're trying to bring their network in for their students. So I think that was a big plus as well. Lori, as we ramp down, I appreciate you taking this time with me. Any wor- last words of wisdom for anybody thinking about a career in supply chain or, or trying to get a job in these in these difficult times? Yes, I actually do. I feel very blessed that I am where I am, that I, I have a job in this time, like you said, but it wasn't something that was gifted to me. So you need to work hard and you need to keep pursuing it. There there were times that I felt down, that nothing was coming through, but you just keep plugging away, work your network, engage yourself, recognize what you do, and you have to mention it. That was something I slowly learned. Um, At one time I was a 911 operator. So having those critical thinking skills and being able to work fast under a fire is important. And whenever I first started interviewing, I didn't mention any of that. So you have to kind of point out the obvious I've learned. So things like that. You had mentioned Niagara Bottling is in California, their headquarters. Yes, Diamond Bar, California, Southern California area. Yes, I'm very excited to relocate there. Well, I will say I was excited to have you as, as part of my network in Atlanta, but from what I can hear, Niagara's gain is my loss. Again, thank you for your time. And one last thing, if if anybody wants, if you're open, if anybody wants to connect with you, are you okay with that? Yes, through LinkedIn. Take the little extra effort and give me a little note with it so I know. And I will be more than happy to connect with anybody. Lori, again, congratulations and thank you for all you've done for us locally. Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my story. Supply Chain is Boring is part of the Supply Chain Now network. We highlight historical events, companies, and people in supply chain management and create a picture of where the industry is headed. Interested in learning more about supply chain technology startups, mergers, acquisitions, and how companies evolve? Take a listen to Tequila Sunrise, crafted by Greg White. Or check out This Week in Business History, with Supply Chain Now's own Scott Luton to learn more about everyday things you may take for granted and pick up short stories you can use as general conversation starters. The Logistics with a Purpose series puts a spotlight on neat and interesting organizations who are working toward a greater cause. If you're interested in logistics, freight, and transportation, take a listen to the Logistics and Beyond series with the Adapt and Thrive Mindset Sherpa, Jamin Alvarez, And check out the newest program, Tech Talk, hosted by industry veteran and Atlanta's own, Corinne Bursa. Bursa will discuss all things digital supply chain. If interested in sponsoring this show or others on Supply Chain Now, send a note to chris at supplychainnow.com. And remember, supply chain is boring.
supernatural. You were either pulling my leg when you said you were shy, or no. not, I don't know if you said shy, <laughs> or you really paid attention and you've really practiced. So I really way. worked on it. Let me tell you, a lot of well, hard that, work. 